Learning happens everywhere all the time. Hey there and welcome to the Homeschool Success Podcast. I am your host, Cami Wanis, the Freedom Scholar. My experience as a veteran homeschool mom, former public high school teacher, and mentor to homeschool families everywhere, along with periodic guests, will help you to create the homeschool experience you always wanted and your family deserves. Homeschooling is a leap of faith that can cause doubts, overwhelm, and uncertainty while trying to keep love of learning high and balance life, work, and kids. Each episode is packed with the strategies, tips, activity ideas, and resources you need to ensure your kids get a great education, create close family relationships, become good leaders, and have tons of fun. You'll learn everything from scheduling, curriculum, routines, and homeschooling multiple ages to increasing love of learning and everything in between. This podcast is different from anything else out there by also focusing on the thinking shifts that are the key to homeschooling successfully. Whether you're new to homeschooling or a seasoned veteran, make sure to subscribe so you'll gain the practical strategies and confidence you need to develop a rich love of learning culture and environment that results in passionate, lifelong learners. More than ever before, leaders are needed who have a great education and who use their unique talents and gifts to make this world better. Join me on my mission to raise our next generation of leaders through ensuring your family has a supportive and inspiring homeschool journey. Homeschooling is learning through life. You got this. Homeschooling is very different from public schooling, you guys. And so when you move from public school or private school even to homeschooling, it typically is a vast like restructuring of your brain. And it, most people want to do they, they want to do school at home they, because that's all they know. They have curriculum for every subject. They have this plan in their mind of everything that they're going to do from scheduling to routines to all these awesome things. And we're all excited about it as parents. And probably the kids are too. But they might have also brought, and I'm sure you as well, have brought in some baggage have brought in some baggage from public school and from their experiences there, good baggage and negative baggage, depending on their experiences, right? And your experience as well. If you have not already listened to my podcast, Homeschool Success with Cami Wanis, and the episode number six, episode number six is the educational should. And the educational should is all about kind of that baggage that we bring, right? That should we do this at a different time? Should we, you know, be learning this at this age? Should we be doing more? All of this stuff is in your brain and it's in your kids' brains and they have a certain expectation about the way things are done. So, Listen to that podcast episode if you haven't yet. It is a really, really important and very important tool for you to really make homeschool successful for your family. So, and de-schooling is part of that like reframing, unlearning sort of thing that people are saying you need to like just take a break and you know that everybody recommends de-schooling when you take your kids out of public school, but they never say what it is. 
They never say what it is and they never say how long to do it. And they never say what are, you know, what it should look like. And so people are often confused, like, okay, I'm supposed to do this de-schooling thing. It's supposed to be super amazing, but how do I do it? What's that? And it tends to really come across to me as people think it's just sitting around doing nothing like you're on summer break. And you could be on summer break and that could be your de-schooling and that's totally great. But that's not very productive necessarily and doing, you know, like, you know, family outings and stuff like that. We're going to talk about all that stuff, but, and then that's super great too, but it's not necessarily getting you where you want to go in terms of letting go of certain expectations, reforming new ones, relationship, all that stuff, right? So getting the public school out and the homeschool in for you and your kids, because a lot of people think it's just for their kids, but it's not, <laughs> it's for you too. So let's talk about that because de-schooling is, as an idea is amazing. It really is important and definitely you want to reframe those thinking ideas and that baggage that we're taking from public school into, you know, homeschooling. But what I'm going to tell you about the family reset is a way for you to produce productively still be in the learning process, still be really, you know, doing things that are meaningful, but not necessarily just taking a break per se from everything. Okay. And it's very intentional. It's very intentional. So this idea of the family reset is also something you can utilize for more than just de-schooling or coming out of public school. I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But the idea comes from Rachel DeMille. She is one of the founders of Thomas Jefferson Education. And what I love about Rachel DeMille and the way she says this is it, she's very intentional about the things that she does with her family. She had a really large family and she was in a lot of transition in her family history and just, you know, her kids growing up. They had a lot of things happen. I mean, just that's life, right? A lot of things happen. So you want to make sure that you have a way to reset really everything and kind of start a new routine. Okay. It comes from this idea comes from an article. She explains everything in there. It's called the six point plan advice for new homeschoolers and families needing a reset. And again, that's by Rachel DeMille. And so what I love about the family reset is it's really an, a catch-all for whenever your family is in some sort of transition point or some sort of family dynamic change. So it could be when you are, you know, getting a new dog or a puppy or you had a baby or there's somebody, your spouse got a new job or you're moving or about to move or you, you got a new job or you, um, you have like a sick family member for a long period of time, or you're taking care of another family member, something, anything like that, it can be used for. It can also be used for subject areas or different specific areas for individual children. So I'll give you an example. My son, we have set many resets and done many family resets, not as a whole family per se. We have done that too, but 
we've also done ones for just individual subject matters, you know, for there's been a lot of struggle. There's some, you know, dynamic changing in math or in science or writing or some reading, something like that. And we have to, we get a signal, we have to step back and we have to say, okay, something's got to give. We're not, this is not being successful. We got to do something different. Okay. And that's what I love about a family reset because it's not just de-schooling. It's also just changing your family routine and setting a new one. Okay. So you would use this to renegotiate love of learning. This is a way that you can increase love of learning very easily. You would use it to increase relationships and improve them between siblings, between, you know, your, your spouse too, right? Between parent and child relationship, um, maybe an extended family if that's necessary. You could use this to improve self-talk, um, self-image. And that's a really great way, especially if your kids are coming out of, pri of public school or private school and they have just an unsuccessful view of themselves, or, or especially even in one subject, maybe. Yet that's a way to really renegotiate that kind of self-talk and build them up, right? Family routines, family schedules, and learning expectations. Learning expectations, they have a certain set that they, they think it's going to be like, and they expect because that's what they've been given this whole time, right? They've been given that somebody's going to tell me what to do, that I'm going to do this assignment, that learning only happens in a book, that, you know, real learning is stuff I'm not interested in and stuff I'm interested in is not real learning. You know, those kinds of things, we can renegotiate that stuff, right? Learning expectations. And then also, and even how long things take, you know, I mean, that's a super, kids are not super amazing at, at guesstimating how long things take, right? So, so you can use this at any point in your family when family season of life when just things are in transition, thing dynamic changes and you need to regroup a little bit and kind of reset some expectations. So real quickly, I'm going to go over the six steps. Remember it's the six point plan, right? Rachel DeMille's six point plan and I love her her information because it's so real. It's so transparent and it's so important to really being able to implement it effectively. And she has implemented these things over and over again. And I have too. And it is really, I've done it with lots of families, help them through situations with these family resets, and it really makes a difference. So let's talk about these steps just briefly. I am going to show you what they are. Okay. So step one is to simplify. Step one is to simplify. Again, we go into way more detail. I'm going to share a little bit about this right now, but I could do three hour talk on all this stuff, but we go into way more detail in the homeschool success club. But to simplify basically means your schedule <laughs> and your environment, right? And just simplify your life in general. So let's think about simplifying your your schedule in terms of what's really the priority and what's what can we say no to what can we just take out of our schedule that would really lighten the load right 
say no to some things. That's that's where you're at there. And then your environment purge, man. I got so inspired. I was listening to Rachel DeMille talk about this subject again. This just like last month. And I got so inspired to purge again. I love purging. <laughs> I really do. I'm sort of a minimalist, but not really. But and so I purged our entire office closet and I really got rid of stuff, reorganized. And it made me feel so amazing because I was like, this really bugs me. This whole disaster of an area just bugs me. And it takes up brain space and stress in my life and I don't want it. So simplification, but schedule two for sure. Family reading is step two. So family reading is step two and family reading is read aloud, right? Not reading separately. Sure. Of course. Right. Independent reading, but read aloud, family read aloud, pick a book that your kids are interested in, pick a book that it doesn't even matter if it's quality right now, but pick a book that they're interested in, go for your highest, you know, oldest kid first, and then bring in, switch around and bring in some others. If they're not used to doing it, start slow and start when they're a captive audience at the dinner table and then move on from there and, and really do as much reading aloud as possible because you're going to have so many awesome experiences. You're going to have discussions and you're going to have, you know, laughter and telling stories and jokes and it's going to be great. So the third thing is core phase fun. So core phase fun in, in she has a whole, I think way of thinking about the way people learn in terms of phases, not in terms of age or grade. And it's absolutely incredible. I do a whole training on that in the Homeschool Success Club. But basically it means that you are doing fun things, fun learning things, okay? So fun learning things, play board games, go on a field trip, you know, do, do lots of fun things, right? Build a, build a project, make art, do something fun, have a garden, whatever, right? fun activities. And then, and that's still learning happening, right? Where de-schooling is often where we're just like, let's just sit around and do like play video games. I don't know. What is everybody's view of that? It doesn't really say, right? I love that this is defined for you. And then group activities. Group activities means like, let's get out together. Let's get out. Let's go to a museum. Let's go to the park. Let's go to a historical site in our area. Let's go on a vacation if we need to, right? If we can afford it, whatever. And do something together, group activities. But that also means like family work when you're around the house, you know, clean up the kitchen together, not send one kid in to clean up the kitchen and everybody else do something else. Do it together, right? Because that's where discussion happens. It's where you build relationships. It's really fantastic. And then we have step five, which is show restraint. Show restraint. That means don't go out and buy new curriculum. Curriculum is not your problem most of the time. I have a whole talk on that too. But curriculum is not the problem most of the time. Show restraint. Don't go out and buy new curriculum right now. Don't go out and buy new books. Don't go out and buy new learning tools. Just wait, right? I mean, go buy some organizational stuff like I did for organizing my closet, but that's just, you know, that may be some, some, some necessary purging right there, but show restraint in other areas, right? Just really simplify back down to basics. Don't go out and do that because when you get to the end of your family reset, and we're going to talk about timing in just a second, but when you get to the end of your family reset, your family is going to be in a whole different place. Rachel DeMille says your f routines are going to be different. Your, your 
interests are going to be different. Your family's going to be in a whole new schedule. So really don't do it yet. <laughs> wait. I know it's something we all want to just change up everything, but wait until you've gotten into a new groove and then go, what fits us now? Because likely you would go out and buy stuff and then it wouldn't fit you later. So show restraint. <laughs> And then the last thing is lead out. Guess what? That means you, 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 you lead out. I know that's painful. It's something we don't want to do. It's something we don't want to think about, but, and it's a huge responsibility, but lead out, put investment in you. You cannot inspire if you are not inspired, right? So inspired learning is contagious. Inspired learning promotes in more inspiring learning, right? Inspired learners. So that's something you want to do. Lead out, get into it, start renegotiate your love of learning and start leading out. Set the example. I love this. I love it. So, so back to what we're talking about in terms of timing I want to share with you how long this should take because you're probably thinking, okay, I have all of the steps. I'm going to start this family reset. We need it really badly. But what is, how do I do, you know, like a week? Does it take a year? You know what? I'm going to tell you and you're not going to like this answer. It really depends. <laughs> I know it really is terrible. It's a terrible answer for, especially for type A personalities. Who's a type A that just like wants the schedule for six weeks, we're gonna do his reset and that's it, right? And then we're gonna be done. We're gonna be moving on to the next thing. I'm sorry, that's not how it works. <laughs> Homeschooling is about your individual family and your situation. And so it really is important for you to take into account what your family needs are. It could be a family reset where love of learning is really, really low and you're going to need a while to reset. I'm talking a couple weeks, maybe a month or more. Okay. But if it's really low, you're going to need to really renegotiate all of that stuff. And it might take a while. If it's not that low and you just need a refresh, you need to regroup a little bit, it might not take that long. A reset can last for like a couple days. It could last for a day, you know, and that just, it could last for an afternoon. It just depends on where you're at. One of my um, homeschool success club members, she's so amazing. She had her family doing all their schoolwork for the day. And it was just getting to be where like one of the kids was over it and just really not having it and just total meltdown. And she's like, you know what? Let's fold it up. I was so proud of her. Fold it up and they went for a walk. They went to the park. They they did some they went outside. And I'm like, "You know what? That is exactly what it is. That's exactly it. Just put it away and start fresh." But if it's a continual thing, you definitely want to hit the deeper issues and start doing a complete family reset. Maybe that will take a lot longer than that, okay? So, but it's, I love that it's so versatile, right? I love that it's so applicable to everything that we're doing. So you guys, family reset is very, very important tool for your homeschool success in your family. Utilize it over and over and over again whenever you need to. And also you can utilize it again, just for specific areas, not necessarily just for educational purposes too. Okay. So you can use it in any area that you're struggling in or that your family's just having a little, you know, 
frustration point. Again, look at the deeper issue. Maybe it is a deeper issue. Maybe it's not, right? Maybe you just need to take a minute, right? So that's what a homeschool, uh, a homeschooling family reset is. And I want you to understand that this is a game changer for you. And this can really, really impact everything that you're doing for the better, because you can always regroup. You can always refresh. You can always, and you're going to have to, that's just life, right? That's how kids go through different hormonal changes, right? And in your, you're having a moment, right? You need a break. All these things that just happen. And so you need to refresh sometimes. So you guys, I hope this is helpful to you and I hope that you can watch this and listen to this on the podcast over and over and over again and also join the Homeschool Success Club in November so that we can go over it in great detail and we can help you do all of those things, okay? Again, if you haven't listened to episode six on the educational should, make sure you do that as well in our podcast because that's something that will also go along with the family reset, okay? All right, you guys, I will talk to you again next week and we have lots of fun topics coming up. Bye-bye. If you're loving this information and want to connect with Cami live, join our Facebook group, the Freedom Scholar Homeschooling Community. Every Thursday in Live with Cami, you can get more great homeschool tips, how-tos, and resources, and get your questions answered. And subscribe to our newsletter to get your free ebook, Creating Educational Harmony in Your Home. See show notes for the links. Hope to see you live. This is an informational podcast. The information presented in each episode is the most recent and honest to the best of the presenter's ability. Results are not guaranteed. This podcast aims to educate and there are no guarantees of results implied. Listeners are encouraged to seek out and meet their local homeschool requirements. Any products, websites, and company names mentioned in this podcast are their respective owner's trademarks or copyright properties. The presenter is not associated or affiliated with them in any way unless otherwise stated. Nor does the referred product, website, or company necessarily sponsor, endorse, or approve this podcast. We hope you enjoy and find value in each episode. This content is copyrighted and not authorized for reproduction.